0: Blob Talk Radio Blood Talk Radio
1: the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To
2: the four quarters of the globe,
1: praises righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Live. Live. Live
0: on radio. Worldwide international
1: radio broadcast. Yahweh's radio is now on the air. i be your host. My name. Your Israel. Oh, see, what right. you? Well, we're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the B666 Part Number. Son of a Diction, Part 3 Live broadcast. No doubt about it. So we're just going to get get something going on. See, our elder is in the
3: room, so we're going
1: to part this and just say, Yahweh, so we're going to bring our elder in and get something going on. And the other elder going to tell you about the broadcast a little bit later. So what we do, we'll get something going on, we get off and running on tape number 83 by saying, Elder Yahweh Israel, lead teach out of Camp 1. Yahweh, BJFC, right?
4: Yahweh, bless you, see, Israel. See royal,
3: hallelujah.
4: Yeah, hallelujah! Hallelujah!
1: Hallelujah! You know we um, we left off of some things because we got some some problem with the other uh, peoples of the children of Israel, and so we want to finally take a look at the order of things. And the children of Israel got to understand that Yahweh, he got an order about this thing, Elder. And if we don't do the order, and and if we don't bring it to the attention about the order, it will never be known. He got an order about this thing. He had an order when he who to do what in his book. So we're going to take a look at some two things that we need to know to be able to help others, Elder. But before we do all that live broadcasting, and we're going to look at Luke 12, verse 12. And we'll see which way he wants to take care of his children of the 12 tribes of Israel. he got a
5: order
1: that got to be put on the table. Let's see what's going on there, y'all. And Luke, chapter 12, verse 12, what's going on with that verse
3: there, y'all? Book of Luke. Chapter 12, verse number 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say.
1: After that good doctor is gone, there'll never be another black messiah
0: unless we create him. <laughs>
1: Worldwide international radio broadcast, Yapha's radio.
0: That's very interesting.
1: That's very interesting. What I just heard. After that,
0: good doctor is
1: gone. There'll never be another black messiah unless we create him. Hallelujah! That's
0: pretty. That's pretty good.
1: There'll never be another black messiah unless we create big talk right there I want I want to come out of that uh, WCC play that again let me, eat, let me play that again that's pretty
0: good after that good doctor is gone
1: there'll never be another black messiah unless we create him okay pretty
3: good
1: Alright, this is a live broadcast, tape number 86, and i uh, are building the number of the B-666 on a position We see our came into the room, so we might as well get straight with him, and shoot the all might have put on him, tell his national audience over 900,000 strong, and I'll give you a chance to kind of collect my thoughts on what I just got through here, and see which way tape number 86 is going to go. So, when you meet our elders, Mr. Kibbs tribal
3: Yacht God, Jr., Mr. Till. Yacht b j f c right? And hey, Yacht you, see you as well. Hallelujah. Yacht
1: Hallelujah, Well, one thing about it, the fox tail hair been lit, and the curtain hair went up. And um, all we can do is our part. One man can only do his part, so that's all we can do is our part, so... We'll part the Almighty got for you to play on take number 86 of do. Took your time and just it tonight it over 900,000 strong and took your time with the elder. You're on know, the clock. Come on.
3: Well, once again, Yahweh, bless you, see you, Israel. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. As you say, I'm on cast of over 900,000 listeners. And that's a good thing. because I've been saying, it, is the more people... That begin to realize and know the word of Yahweh, the more this word can be spread around. There'll probably be less problems in this world, and people would probably be able to get along better just following the simple concept, Yahweh's word. Because we have to remember, the non-righteous job is to lead you astray. And I've spoken this many times, but we're here to help guide you through these dark times of loud bump to gums for righteous learning, Christianity, and bad teaching. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahuwah's Ministry that comes to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible and first and foremost about Yahuwah's Word, which we've even been questioned about that. How can you guys get this much information out of well, it comes in connecting the books, your health, foods that you should eat and keep in the Sabbath days. Also, we do this because you have not, and this is information that you came to seek, and have to look no further, because you've now found that in the voices of the Trisalites private of that's open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, which is today having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, Sabbath class we do have, and the top part of the Sabbath is Friday. Class time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part, the Sabbath, is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address use this on any search engine, right on the search line, enter at If you click enter, once again, look for tribeyadacom israelites For doing this, will take you to a big line where you'll see some choices. One will be times and offers. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. On any other device, you may see menu. But after clicking this, again, you'll see the choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it tells all of us to read the book of Psalms. Chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the aqua, your kind of silver people. Give unto the aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering, and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone, that we do this. To remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures, which are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, to 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh, also for building a school which I often mention is very well needed with the bad teaching and all will of the gums of righteousness. Also, Banquet Hall, radio station and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of with this program. Hallelujah. Also, while there, check out our calendar, which is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. This is a feature available during our broadcast time. To get there, this time enter the three words, Yakwa Radio Live. And after you click enter, look for Voices of the Cruiser Lights driving you top. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yakwa Online. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319. 527 The other number is 224-600-5579. This will be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on. which can be answered by any one of the six anointed camps of the ministry. But also I'm saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you that we'll only hear discouraging click followed by a down tone. Also, by calling that same number, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address and you will receive it promptly. However, on another note, if it's happen to miss the beginning of our program, you can catch the entire show, after 9.15 p.m.,
0: except Fridays.
3: Program time will be repeated after 10.30. To do this, just enter the three words, Aqua Radio 5, and after click enter, look for Voices or the Truer's Life, Tribe of Yada, and, and just choose a program that you are late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen also, during our normal broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Paltalk, which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer. Just download the Paltalk app, where we will be listed under ethnic group, African-American. Look for Voices of the Trizalites, Tribe of Yadda. You'll find our room will hold 50 or more listening participants, where Yakuwa's Word will also be working for your Bible education. An online error to answer the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel along with Sia Israel writing a shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if broad talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on top top. But that continuing reminder is very important that I always give. When we are given those scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh grow smoothly. Remember that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not for the confusion. So doing this, we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So we can start to do just as we spoke. I'm gonna turn our program over to our Israel and say, okay, talk well.
1: about right, you know Mr. Kills, like you said, we got over a hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand listeners and plus we got um uh brother uh Gia with the um you know came on stage and he said, You know, I'm, see, you know, but, but all I come on stage to listen to Mr. Kiri get it to give his um, uh, commentary. Now, if I stay a little bit longer, it's because I just, I've been heard what I want to hear. Mr. G. Ellis, so, so Brother GL Ellis, he's on the broadcast as we speak right now. So that's a great thing. So I'm going to say to um, Brother G. Ellis, um, hey, Brother G. Ellis, Yahqual, we you. Yeah, y'all be with you there, Brother G. Elwood. You know what you're supposed to say in return? you supposed to say, y'all bless you, fear Israel of the rain. That was what you supposed to say after I say, y'all be with you. And our um uh, have gave his commentary, so um, if you plan on sticking around just a little bit, um, you'll heard all you need to hear. What what about that, Brother G. Elwood? uh yeah I think I'll stick around and see uh get some you know get some enlightenment
0: <laughs> All right, well, well. Well,
1: we appreciate deco this is this is a big job though The harvest is, is plenty it's plenty but the labels is fruit we got a lot to talk on and based upon even things that are going on over there in the eastern world there Brother the g l there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things on the table. And we also got to talk about the health and about things that we need to know how to put in our mouth but we can cut down so many problems in the body. And we got to talk some more about the um, uh, Tula over there, the one that's the black Mexicans over there in Mexico. We got to talk about them and find out how did how they get themselves caught up. going to find out all that, too. So Brother G.L. will just grab a, grab a nice seat and pull up and take a few notes. And remember, our elder, he he's going to be around a little bit. And then not only that, the young lion came on stage, and he's going to tell us more about who's carrying the broadcast and, and all that good stuff. So we're going to bring Brother Makaya Israel in, that's one of them up-and-coming teachers out of camp on there, Bubba G.L. And listen to him and kind of give me a report and tell me how do he sound once he uh add on to what the L photo the table. And then we'll get some going on on tape number 86, it's revealing the number of the B-666 on a position, par 86. So Bubba G.L. was kind of just right back a little bit. And we're going to bring the young lion in, one of the up-and-coming and teachers out of Cap 1. And we're going to see what he going to bring to the table. And he's going to let us know who all carry all the broadcasters. And we're going to get something going on. So have a, have a, right back there, Brother G. Ellison. Let me bring that young lion in. Brother Makai right. is great. Up-and-coming and teacher out of Cap
4: 1. That's why BJFC raised. Yahweh, bless you there. Israel. israel Oh, C. Roy. Hallelujah,
1: Hallelujah, there. Y'all live. We got a, a special guest on um, the, the side the 900,000 on the international side, um, Brother G. Evans, He said he want to he wanna check you out and see how your deliveries is. So, um, He said he he loves the way the hell to deliver his part. So um, he's going to stick around and hear your part. I'll see how you deliver on tape number 86. Put your time in your line and, and brother G. It was all is, you're the clock. The world listening, come on.
4: All right. Hallelujah. That's his red C. Roy. Well, we know we laugh right now on Blog Talk Radio. And I know the elder took care of that in grand style and let you all know the broadcast of the Pow Talk we'd be broadcasting on. But we also... Uh, have our YouTube page up and running and we broadcast on YouTube and you can catch us on YouTube at V T Y tribe Y H D H. Once again, we have our YouTube page up and running. We're broadcasting on YouTube. You can catch our YouTube page on V O T T Y tribe Y H D H. We also have our, Facebook page up and running. And you can catch us on our Facebook page at Seer Israel. Tune in to our Facebook page at Seer Israel. So if you want to catch any one of the previous broadcasts that was previously recorded, you can tune in to it on our Facebook page. Or you can catch any time we was live instead of the class and we recorded our live class sessions on the top part of the (laughs) Sabbath day bottom part of the Sabbath day or any one of our feast days, you can tune in to uh, any one of the previous recordings on our Facebook page as well. We also have uh, our TikTok page. We just started our TikTok page, and it's up and running. It's the same as our YouTube page. It's V-O-T-T-Y Tribe Y-H-D-H. Once again, our TikTok page is V-O-T-T-Y Tribe Y-H-D-H. We ask you all in all of our, wherever we broadcast in there, we ask you all to leave questions and comments down at the bottom part. You just type it on in in your one eye Satan, uh uh cell phone, One-Eye Satan, smart TV or your One-Eye Satan desktop or laptop. We ask you all to tune into our broadcast, upload them, type in the uh, questions or your comments that you have and um, any questions or comments, definitely questions you have for us, we ask you all to Type it in after you have taken your notes. We want you all to take, we, one thing about Voice of the True Israelites, we are good note takers. That's one thing we good at. We take good notes and we ask you all to take good notes as you listen to the broadcast. How you pen the pad right there, be big ears and little mouth and be ready to hear something, to tell something. You never know which way Yahweh will be leading it to get ready to step up to the plate and take care of Yahweh's business. So it's something that's in it for you to take these good notes, ask questions. And we'll get back with you according to what we can read in the book of Acts, chapter 15, verse 15. We'll get back to you and give you an answer as it is written. in according to Romans, chapter 15, verse 4. And we're going to make sure we give you this thing according to the scripture. So we ask you all to really pay attention to wherever the fear uh, the Yahweh put inside of the seer's mind. Because we do know this is the ministry of the seer. And we can bag that up in the book of Hosea, chapter 12, verse number 10. Let me let you know that the steer the ministry was handed to the seer. So we do back that up with scripture. And also we want you all to know that uh, if you call in for questions and comments, this is the number. For questions and comments, call in at 224-600-5579. Once again, for questions and comments, call in to the international phone line at 224-600-5579. Once again, I can't stress it enough. We want you all to take your notes down. Be great note takers. Ask your questions because we know the twelve tribes of Israel, starting with the tribe of Yaadat Judah, have plenty of questions they need to ask. I know, and uh, we know that the churches gonna beat them down good enough, and the Muslims, and all the Christians, and the Catholics, and uh, Buddhism, and everything else. The twelve tribes is where caught up in under the sun. But we're here to answer your questions according to Thuc Says Yahuwah. As we said, we'll give it to you as it's written. So um, call into the international phone line. We ask you all to sit back, listen to the broadcast, have your notes sitting right there on the side of you with your comments, jotted down. Because you got your pen and, pipe, uh, pen and paper right there, and you can take down your notes. So we ask you all to be big ears and little mouths and get ready to hear some dust Says yaqua. Over to you, steer Israel. of Steve Roy. Hallelujah. All right, oh,
1: excellent, uh, young man. excellent. That's excellent. So we're gonna um get something going on. We got a lot of things on the table. And we, we got on the international side um Rosie Rodriguez of uh, Santo Domingo. Um a R M E N T A. She's a council leader out of Santo Domingo. Um. She says, "Here we heard, and they told me the monitor broadcast because you're making a lot of statements that we've been waiting to hear some things about this thing. So, um, what? Well, where, where should we go now? That's what conversation is." out there around Santo Domingo, A-R-M-E-N-T-A. He's a council
3: leader for the people's
1: government. So, um, well, we don't know what we're going to go about. what well, I know what we're going to try to go to is, if we can get a little from the hell, let's see him look right at that um, Luke. Chapter 12, verse 12, Elder. And we're going to see where we go from there after we hear from our Elder, Mr. Till. Luke, chapter 12. Verse 12, Let's see what's going on now, Elder. Come on.
3: Okay, in the book of Luke, chapter 12, reading verse number 12, says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour, what you ought to say. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly right. The right to say it would teach what we ought to say. And we left a few things off the time since yesterday about um, Tulo, Mexico. And a lot of people today, they go visit See, we had a good conversation last night. They have a, a big tour tour guide going to visit the old ru- ruins of Tula, Mexico, and they be looking at a lot of the statues and the statues they looking at there, and they look at a lot of them got their noses kind of broke off at the top, where you just about can't tell. But you can tell if their nose is broke off, it's because that nose was kind of wide. And, and long as, you, as long as you know them wide noses have anything to do with history, to keep a, keep a people in the dark, you'll blow their nose off. So when you look on your computer, going to a guy in low, Mexico, you will see it was an ancient ruins there where they had temples built there. And the temple was the leaders of
4: the 12,
1: 12, the 10 tribes that came that way. They had something going on there. So we want to investigate a little bit of that. And we also going to talk about, again, the dietary. Because a lot of our people just don't. That's going to have to you're going to come. You have to let some things go, unless you're going to continue to be visiting Doc Cook. You have to let some things go, and you have to really kind of toughen it up and bring that 90-day program in to det- detox yourself on the King's meat. We're gonna take care of a little bit there too. But right now, uh, Mister Chills I want to look at a prophecy was said in the book of Genesis, Elder, Mr. Kill. And, and young line be peeping at Second Ezra 13, 37 through 48, had it to be laying the wing from that young line. But I'm gonna look at a prophecy that was made by the people that Elder. I wanna know what did the father say the position of this people in Genesis 49 verse 1. Hey, Elder, Mr. Taylor, can you help those say out in 49, verse 1, and tell what, what can we get out of Genesis 49, verse 1?
3: Okay, in the book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse 1 says, And Jacob called unto his son and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that which shall befall you. In the last days,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so so Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, was prophesizing to his sons what's going to follow you in the last days. Okay, good. Now I want to skip down to verse fourteen. I want to, I want to single in on a a specific people. I mean, one of the songs of Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. Skip down to verse 14, and let's read a little bit down to verse number 19. Uh, Now, take it down to verse number just 14 and 15, as far as I can go. Let's see what it says in verse 14 and 15 of Genesis 49 that he'll come up.
3: In the book of Genesis, chapter 49, reading verses 14 and 15, 14 says, Ishakar is a strong ass crouching down between two burdens. 15, and he saw that rest was good, and the land that it was pleasant, and bowed his shoulder to bear, and became a servant unto tribute.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ishikar, huh? So I, I want to follow up on that in Deuteronomy, Elder. What else about... I want to I wanna find out a little bit more about Ishikah when... in Deuteronomy 33. I want to find out a little bit more about... Ishikah. Then... Let's see what it says a little bit more about Ishakar. That's what I want to find out. A little bit more about him the other. And let's see. In the 33rd chapter of a book called Deuteronomy, what I'm looking for is Ishakar. I'm going to hear a little bit more about him. Round by verse number, looks small, part about here, about verse 18, that's all I can see. Unless uh young lion sees anything more, all I can see is verse 18 on it. Let's see what it says in 33, 18, and 19. 33, 18, and 19, what it 33, 18, and 19, what it
0: says.
3: Book of Deuteronomy chapter 33, reading verses 18 and verse number 19. 18 says, and of Zebulun, he said, rejoice in thy going out and Issachar in thy tents. 19, they shall call the people unto a the mountain. There they shall offer sacrifices of righteousness, for there shall suck of the abundance of the seas and of the treasures here in the sand all right
1: so zebulon is going to be closed by ishakar and ishakar is going to call zebulon to the sacrifices that means he's going to call them they're going to be having like feasts you know so the tribes going to get together and Zebulon is going to come and visit his brother, Ishaqah, in his camp. And they're going to do righteous sacrifice. Yes. He said, this is what they're going to do. They're going to do righteous, righteous sacrifice. So now once we look over at Zebulon, first got to the land, they got righteous sacrifice. But as time went on, as other generations came in, they stopped doing righteous sacrifices. Hallelujah. So when you look over there now in the land of the ruins of Zevalon, you will find out that they were doing a totally different sacrificing then what the Bible said they were doing, put that down. They start doing their own thing and sacrifice.
4: Hallelujah. Zevalon,
1: part of them with it, but we found their name was Zebulon and Ishakar. So now, young line, tell me who is on the chart. Who is Zevalon and Ishakar on the, the chart? Who is that today? Zevalon and Ishikov. Who is that today? Let's see if we find out who is Zevalon when we look. I mean, remember, you got two sets of Zevalon. You got one over there still in Africa called uh, Anaheim, yeah. Mexico.
0: Mm-hmm. And you got a Zevalon
1: and Ishikov that came over to the Americas. So don't just put them um, all in one place but we zeroed in on the one that came to the second part of Shem's land called America. But it was Shem's land, the second part of his land, the fourth quarter was Shem's land. So they came over here, we're going to read that shortly. But they brought their names, Zebulon and Ishakar, and Ishakar to be the judge. So he was going to be like basically the high priest. So when you start looking up and finding out about this guy called Montezumas, all these came out of Zebulon, I mean of uh, call, Montezumas. Montezumas was the one that when Big digging terror came out of Spain called Herman Cortez. He heard so much about it, and he had conquered it. so much by manipulation. He had got the one that was an enemy to Zevalon, uh Montezuma, and they all got together, so he was able to manipulate them, get together, let's go take down on him so we coming to help y'all but really they're not coming to help they can't take over but they use the same tactics then they use it now on you by putting somebody look like you to take you down and they make promise to them and then cut them short and they use the same piece of paper today. Right? So now, my question to the young lion is: Who is um, Ishakar today according to the chart? And who is on today according to the chart? Who is that young
4: lion? Come on. All right, Israel C. Roy. We have from the twelve tribes like chart. We have. It's a car, commonly known today as the Mexicans, the Aztecs, the Mayans, the, of the land of Peruvians, Pistolia, which is Peru, and Yucatan, and the Toltec. Okay, and what about
0: Zebulon? Who
1: is Zebulon
4: today? And Zebulon today of the 12 tribes of Israelite chart, We have Zebulon, which is the Colombian. Panamanian, and Guatemalian.
0: Oh, okay. Great.
1: So that's where they are today. hmm So these two right here got together. In the beginning, they done righteous sacrificing, but as time went on, a lot of other tribes that was over there problem with them, and when Herman Cortez got there in the 1500s, He was able to manipulate that and get the tribe that was having a problem with Montezumas. And he told them, you know, we'll help you. But really, he got them to help him because he had bigger plans because he heard that Montezumas had a lot of gold. He had gold everywhere, and Herman Cortez was the self-made governor over South America at that time. Okay, good. But, let's see if we bring Mother D. of Israel in, so Mother D. of Israel, as I said, you know, I'm ready to harden that microphone, too. Because I know I gotta do my part and grand style and bring and bring one of them high pitched spirits in in this room and lead by example. So, Mother D.F. Israel from the tribe of Yah God, Judah, the one of the most out of Camp One. Hey, Mother D.F. Israel, y'all quite be there, right
2: and y'all quite bless you, dear Israel. Of T Royal, Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. So, what well, we have found out that Ishakar and Zebulon was to always do righteous things, but Herman Cortez from Spain was able to manipulate the ones hmm. that that Montezumas they said had too much power he ran too much and he taxed us on our grapes orange wild maize what they call what we call dead corn corn maize so he taxed us real good so Herman Cortez thinks that it was a division <laughs> in the tribes that came over here. But Yahweh left a message, to Mother D of Israel, way back in Judges. You might have all the divisions you want, but Yahweh left some rules and regulations. Only tribe spoken out of the mouth of the minister spirit to Joshua. So in Judges chapter 2, Mother D.F. Israel, can you tell me um, what's going on in Judges 2, verse 1, 2, and 3? Although uh, you might have problem with your brother or your sister, but Yahweh told, he sent an angel down to Joshua And told him eyeball to eyeball Something in Verse 1, 2,
2: and 3 And what did he say there Mother dear of Israel Judges two, one, two, and 3 Judges chapter 2 Verses 1 To 3 well, Or one,
4: 1 to 2 All right, look, well. 1,
1: 2, and 3
2: all right judges chapter 2 verse 1 an angel of yahweh came up from gilgal to bashing bashing is that what that is verse bosham
4: yeah
2: okay and said i made you to go up out of egypt and have brought you unto the land which I swore unto your fathers. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you, verse 2, and, and you shall make no league with the inhabitants of this land. You shall throw down their altars, but you have not obeyed my voice, why have you done this? Verse 3. Wherefore, I also said, I will not drive them out from before you, but they shall be as thorns in your side, and their false yawas shall be a snare unto you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that was a reminder, mother of Israel, because in the twenty eighth chapter, verse forty six through fifty, that was the angel came and reminded um, Joshua to I don't care how much you got division going on among the Torah tribes, don't make no league with the inhabitants of the land. You don't do that. You don't do it. Matter of fact, I'm going to bring Sister Sarah on shortly. But find Isaiah chapter 7. And be looking at it real carefully there. Sister Sarah Israel, see, where are you? Be looking at it for a minute. We're we'll going to come back and tie that in. Because one thing about it, see, I don't care how much... You dislike like your brother or your sister. It's not for you to leave your nation, and you got a lot of blood discouraged with their relationships. And what they do, is they say, "Well, you know, the the black African Negro woman, she don't act right, so I'm going to get me another race." See And that's what they do. That's what they do. They said, No, I can't quit with we'll black African American Negro woman. her to out too big. That's what they say. And that and that's why they just started getting one of the women of another nation. And the same thing happened to the, the Israelite woman to go get some out of another nation because uh he can take care of me better. He he can buy this ten dollars, He see like that. They always justify themselves, but they never told about the scripture saying, I don't care what the circumstance it is, you do not leave your tribe. That means just like you get a bad lawyer, you don't, you go get a, then you try to look for another, but you get something bad in your own nation, you jump nation, then you break from it.
0: See, We got
1: We got to teach this thing. If you can't leave your nation, you just got to find somebody else in your nation that you know that you know is a, um, uh, a you know, help me out. Help me out in the, in the book of Theriot 37 verse 12. See, this were, this where we go on with Montezuma which was from the tribe of Itchacom, a lot of tribes got discouraged at him because he, they didn't like what he was doing and he wouldn't know way. But they never should have listened to Herman Cortez, the Senate of Esau, translated day as the white man and the white woman. That's what they made their mistake at because he not only punished Montezuma, he punished those that helped him after he became a self made governor. And now when you go on your computer when you look over there in Mexico now they got a, a place called Leon's there. And they're the capital of the world in level making. They they is the most they are a the, capital of the world in leather. They make anything you want in leather, but up under the supervision of Cortez. He the one started. He's the founder of that. So that leather that you're wearing, he set it up. And it's in place today. It's called Leon, L-E-O-N in Mexico. They got a striving business going today on making anything you want. 11. So now, um, what what are they left out? What What you read that mother D up here? What you read?
2: Well, I just read Judges chapter
1: two, one to 3 mm-hmm. but not, I, I Okay. Oh, all right. Come on. Come on, you all right, I know I dropped something. I know I was on about something. So, okay, in thirty-seven, verse twelve, Elder, Mr. Gibbs, uh What's going on that we can uh, read, uh,
3: Book of Shurah? Book of Shurah, reading chapter thirty-seven, verse number twelve, says, "But you continually with the yakwali man, whom thou knowest, will keep the commandments and Torah instructions of the Yahwah." whose mind is according to thy mind, and will sorrow with thee, if thou shalt
0: mistook.
1: <laughs> and so, what it tells you, never jump, don't get jumped, rank. Because if you jump rank and get out of your nation, once you find out what is your nation, and and you don't know that Yahweh had penalties for that, and It will to be told to you, once you discourage about some people in your nation, you don't just say, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get me somebody else. I can't put up with my own kind. Matter of fact, I'm, matter of fact when I get my money right, I'm going to move around people that look like somebody else. But see, that's, see, that's not biblically for you to do that. I mean, it, it's worldly for you to do that, but that's how it been set up in your mind, and that's why we gotta come and the book got to stop at the six and only cap and leave by example. Because you get a, get your, you, you can find your ten dollars. That don't mean you jump and go, and now you stay around people that look like somebody else. Because what you have really did. Have put a curse on you and those who you come in contact with because it's not biblically wise to do so. So You got to keep all in your mind. You know, see, we here on the broadcast six nights a week to meet you where you at, and then you know the reason why you in bad physical condition, even in the body, because you chose to eat. Like somebody else, you chose to do that. You don't eat like the biblical Israelites of the Bible. You eat according to what you see on that one eye face, or your company that you're in. Once you have got to a higher position, then you eat just like them. They got a stomach full of stuff that they eat. They can't eat it.
2: And wake blood
1: all down their shirt, and they better have have them tangu- a tangible a shirt, and love every minute of that have raw, raw eating food. You see, and they gonna love it. If you be over there It's like somebody got a chokehold on you, <laughs> you be trying to eat like they eat. Boy, you be like you in a boat, turn upside your head trying to eat like they eat. You see, and they gonna back to you. But we kinda of show exactly some things on the way of something. So remember in the um the last line and two verse seven, um uh, the last two lines, so Mackay and Joy of two verse seven. Give me the last two lines. See Yahweh is telling us, I don't care what kind of condition you in, he gonna tell you something. If you need to pay attention to what he you, you told Joel to fear, to write in the last two lines there, Brother Micaiah, What he told Joel to write, to fear, in 2 verse 7, he look at the last two lines. He told Joel, just put it in right. All going to bring it up is six and nine accounts the boss to his life. I don't care how it looks. He's going to tell you something. What are you getting ready to say there, Brother Micaiah? What are you ready to say? Come on.
4: The book of Joel, chapter 2, verse number 7, the last two lines read. They shall not break their ranks. Yeah, you
1: don't break your ranks. I don't care how bad it gets because Yahweh is the one that calls conditions. When you don't obey him, he calls conditions to come upon you Because you don't obey him. Because you made promise to him. See? And he laid out rules and regulations for you, 12 tribes of Israel. Don't break your rank. And he made it plain that you are a separate people from all other nations. And that's of the case. And if you don't pay him, no, never mind. Now back to Mordea of Israel. When we read Judges 2, 1, 2, and 3, said, why did you do this? Why? He said, why are you... Now, what would you pull that from? When you break rank and you pay your pardon, no, never mind. What happens that we can read in Deuteronomy 28, my of Israel, verse 25, then skip down to verse 46, down to verse 50. So, mother dear of Israel, what happened when we break rank and we go on to somebody else? What y'all part got written that we can read in twenty-eight, verse twenty-five, skipped out of forty-six and fifty. What can we read, mother? Come
2: on. <clears throat> Deuteronomy <clears throat> chapter twenty-eight. Okay, I was uh, turning pages, so I couldn't. Uh, Get all the verses that you, said. <coughs> you said. verse
0: twenty-five.
1: Verse twenty-five. Put it in writing and skip down to forty-six through fifty. Tell them grandbabies make sure they make sure grandma got a a pen and pad when we call the verses out. She write it down. So tell them grandbabies get over there and find me five moments of paper and pen. And write these verses down if I can look at these papers and see, because I heard it real good, and I'm looking at it right. Pick up the verse 25, get down
2: 46 to 40, mm-hmm. 50, come on. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 25, 46 through 50, verse 25. Yahweh shall call you to be smitten. Before thy enemy, thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them and shall be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. Verse 46, and they shall be upon you for a sign and for a wonder and upon your seed forever. <clears throat> Verses 47. Because thou servest not Yahweh your Yahweh with joyfulness and with gladness of mind for the abundance of all things. 48. Therefore shall you serve thine enemy which Yahweh shall sin against you in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon your neck until he have destroyed you. 49. Yahweh shall bring a nation against you from far, from the... Hands of the earth as swift as the eagle flies, a nation whose tongue you shall not understand. Verse fifty. A nation of fierce countenance which shall not regard the person of old nor show favor to the young. <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: Who did this happen to first? See who did would this happen to first? See that's what we're gonna find out. Who did this prophecy fit first? To do all that, we gotta do some background checks, and we're gonna bring in Sister Sarah Israel, meet and greet Sister Sarah Israel by saying, "Sister Sarah Israel, tribe of Yahushua, one of the sisters out of Camp One." B.J. BJC right.
5: Yaqua bless you, dear Israel of Croy. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. All right, now, so Sarah, we want to investigate. What was the prophecy of what Mother just got to read? Mother was reading a prophecy that you don't want to serve me. You want to serve your enemy. And the enemy you're going to serve is somebody's tongue. You're not gonna understand. Now see now see that kind of double meaning to it. Because most of the camp teaches, they talked about uh, a Atlantic slave trade. They talked about that a lot. Well we're gonna investigate something, uh uh we go on to Isaiah in 700 B.C. on a prophecy. A prophecy was made in 700 B.C. To, to Isaiah to turn to a people. And let's see what happened in Isaiah 7, verse 1. And we're going to take it out to verse number 9. That's what we're going to do. We're going to look at. We're gonna we gonna look at Isaiah seven one down to verse nine. And bring your A read and bring the spirit out there, sister Sarah Israel. For the mass and the audience should really understand and hear this in grand style. Seven one 2, nine, take your time. The world is listening. Come on.
5: Read the book of Isaiah, chapter seven, reading verses one through verse nine. Verse one read. And it came to pass in the days of Ahaz, the son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, that Risen, the king of Syria, and Pekah, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, went up toward Jerusalem to war against it. Yada went up towards Yadav Judah to war against it, but could not prevail against it. Verse 2, and it was told, the house of David, saying, Syria is confederate with Ephraim, and his heart was moved, and his mind was moved, and the mind of his people, as the trees of the wood are moved with the wind. Verse 3, <laughs> then said the Yahwah unto Isaiah, go forth now. To me I have Thou ensure Joshua Thy son And of the conduit Of the upper pool In the highway Of the fullest field Verse 4 And say unto him Take heed and be quiet Fear not Neither be faint hearted Faint minded For the two tails Of these smoking firebrands For the fierce anger Of risen Was Syria. And the son of Remaliah. Verse 5. Because Syria, Ephraim, and the son of Remaliah Have taken evil counsel against you. Same. Verse 6. Let us go up against Yadah, Judah, and Bethlehem. And let us make a breach therein for us. And set a king in the midst of it. Even the son of Sibir. Verse 7. Thus say to Yachua, Yachua. It shall not stand Neither shall it come to pass Verse 8 For the head of Syria Is Damascus And the head of Damascus Is Rigby And within 3, 4 and 5 years Shall Ephraim Is the north tribe Is the 10 north tribes of Israel Be broken that it not be a people. Verse nine. And the head of Ephraim, the ten northern tribes of Israel, is Samaria. And the head of Samaria is son. If you will not believe, surely you shall not be established. <laughs> so it was
1: prophesied by Isaiah the fear. But he was pulling that from somewhere else else, Sister Sarah, that the northern kingdom would be broken as a people. They were they will not be a people because they they alliance with Syria. They alliance with Syria. And, and what was on their mind is to take down Judah. And and Judah it's very um highly in Yahuwah's um, mind because in the
5: twenty in
1: Genesis I wanna be clear what this Judah means to Yahuwah. In the twenty ninth chapter of Super can you help us see, y'all, and give us a definition of what Judah means in the eyes of Yahweh? What does Judah mean in the eyes of Yahweh? Genesis 29, verse 35. What does Judah mean in the eyes of the almighty 4 Level man in 29:35. Come on, yourself.
5: Going to the book of Genesis, chapter 29, reading verse 35. Verse 35 reads. And she conceived again and bare a son. And she said, Now will I praise the Yahweh. Therefore, she called his name Judah, Yada Judah, and left bearing. So, Sister uh, say, I mean, to enlighten the national
1: audience, Yada Judah the death of the meaning of Yada Judah. What do it mean according to that verse 35? What do that word mean, Judah? The tribe of Judah, what do that mean to the Almighty about Judah?
5: To praise Yahweh.
1: To praise Yahweh. Okay. So that's what Judah mean? To Judah, biggest job that they were created to do was to do what again? To serve? What did you get a job to do?
5: Praise Yahweh.
1: Praise Yahweh. So when you so when so so Judah got to carry himself at a higher standard than the other tribes because Judah is the one that has the divine definition. They praise Yahweh, Judah. Judah is some big time talk now. So I think we know the northern team was going to make this move. What did Yacouac, What did Yaqua say in the book of Hosea behind that? Sister Farrell, let's see what Yaqua said behind that. And he gave them an out card. He gave them an outcall. He gave an out. It was up to them to accept the out card that was given. And Hosea to fear. It's gonna put it on the table. Exactly what the alpha of this, for what they did. Even today, we join in to ally against Judah. y'all why don't change. When you get together to try to cross out Judah. Yahweh don't change in Malachi chapter what, three verse six. He don't change. Hebrews thirteen verse eight, he don't change. So just as he got them in, he's gonna get you again when you go against the servants that praise Yahweh. Not just energy, but the one that praises Yahweh. That know that role. And everybody gotta fall in line behind. But he gave them an out. He gave them an out to the Pharaoh. He gave them to be thanked themselves. Let's see what he got written. What he got written. You go on to Hosea chapter one, verse eight down to verse eleven. Now, it's an out card in there. That's why those that are on the his temple. You got to teach the Bible. You got to line it up perfectly because things are going then and now and that's why we'll get you to understand something. When you talk to those uh, of Devilon and Devilon and Ishmael's defense, all they know is slavery. All they say, well, we know where we came from, where you come from. We came from that Pacific over here. We came over here to play. I you came over here to play. Who told you you came up over here to play? Well, my parents told me that. Where did your parents get it from? You keep on pulling back to the level, and you're going to find out that you're in the hands of Carmen Cortez and the manipulation of the wars that went took things and came back polluted in the brain in the one that was raped and put the seed of Esau in them and sent to their school and was trained that your history started slavery. Even the one that's over there in Mexico today. Their history is only slavery. But when you look at the pyramids and the temple's ruins over there and according to their own records that temple and ruins of the descendants of Ishacar was five hundred to a thousand years prior to Court coming. So if that's the case, if the triple site was there five hundred to a thousand years prior to the coming of Esau and five sons. Then how did you get over how did you get over there and all you know about slavery? Really? How did you get there? All you know about is slavery. You came over here as a slave. To do, start, but how did the ruins get over there Close to 500 to 1,000 years prior Because Montezuma's time was in the 1400s His time was way He was there and After he received The ticket from his father that His father had and he taken over They was there a long time before a Cortez came. And they don't know about No slave ships so why you talk to the ones that are over there today, that's all they know about it. ladies here. So what happened? What happened? That means somebody got to wake them up and show them that when you broke away from the property of the Bible and still do the same thing today, like for example, I asked, That's in the land. What is your diet? What do y'all eat? So we eat right now, we about 200, two hours, three hours away from the, the main land where all the good stuff going on is. But what we eat today, you we know saying, about three trees, of diet. We have soup. You understand know that. But we eat more, we eat mostly fish and shrimp. Lop. Of yours? That was y'all eat a lot? Yeah, we'd like to invite you to come down there and eat some of this uh, fish, shrimp, and lobster. Uh, yeah believe I'd want you to throw in fall legs, too. Huh? Can you see what'll happen? That by being led but nobody do nobody do what we do. Like I I tell the story about the the polar bear and the gorilla. The polar bear he eats meat, he eats quails and whatever gives flesh, seals and all that stuff. He eats. The so, gorilla eats fruit, vegetables lead for his medicine. And now one of these animals that have their offspring will take their babies and switch them over to one to another to raise. We the only people, the twelve tribes of Israel, that's so comfortable of somebody else raising us and then raising our children. Today, we the only people on the planet that let other people insert certain of what we're going to do today. We the only people do that. And that means we the only one. That's why this job is big. So now, you know you're holding something, sorry, that. it's the same in Ezekiel 37, 1, down to verse 4. So let the national audience out in
4: Ezekiel 37, 1, 2, 3, 4. What does it say? What does it say, Ezekiel 37, 1, 2, 3, 4? What it say, you know, young lion, holy time. What do you say? We're going over to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37. We're going to pick it up at verse 1, 2, and 3, and number 4. The Book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verse 1, 2, 3, and number 4. Um, I'm, hearing a, I'm hearing a noise in the background, trying to see where this noise is coming from. We want to make sure everybody know that we've got live all over the known world right now. We want to make sure we keep all the noise down to a bad minimum. All right. Hallelujah. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verse 1, down to verse number 4, verse 1 reads, The hand of the Yahweh was upon me, and carried me out in the spirit of the Yahweh, and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones, verse 2, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. Verse number three. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, oh, Yahuwah, Yahuwah, you know. Verse four. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, oh, you dry bones, hear the word of the Yahuwah.
1: So, uh- According to 1, 2, three, four, he was told to Ezekiel to see dead on these dry bones, and the only thing going to help them, according to verse 4, the last line is what, uh, young line. what's the only thing going to help these dry bones, you tell Ezekiel to see to prophesize, say something to them. What going to help them, according to the last line, in verse four, what they got God do?
4: Hear the word of the Yahuwah.
1: You see that? So you see, you see what kind of job that we got to do. We got to get to the royal, the royal family, Judah, that mm-hmm. praise Yahuwah, and got to get them straight. And then we got to take it to the other tribe, to, and All I'm saying we're supposed to bring to them is what again, of course, in verse 4, that last line?
4: The word of Yahweh.
1: That's it. See, that's our job. So we got to know what the word of Yahweh is saying and saying to who? See, we have to be able to not be fumbling around and know that we got to take the word of Yahweh to whom? And we're going to find out who is you got to take this word to and pick it up verse 9 down to verse number 11. And we're going to find out something. See, he says, can these bones live? And Ezekiel Sear said, I don't know. It's only you know. But he said, I tell you what you do, Mr. Sear. You make sure they hear the word of Yahweh. But the word of Yahweh, uh, but this word of uh, Yahweh is is uh, the precept to that is in the third chapter of Ezekiel. You the precept to that is in the third chapter of Ezekiel. We're going to see exactly. What's the precept? And to that in Ezekiel chapter 3. Let's see, let's see, let's see can we tie this in by picking around by verse number. Hmm. What do I want? Let's see. What, what verse do I want there, Mr. So I want something out of the third chapter. He says, hear the word, uh, well, whoever said that, uh, said what the spirit to it, and that's exactly what we're talking about, but put the spirit to it. Who
4: said that? Verse 4.
1: Verse 4. Hallelujah. Verse 4. 3 verse 4. What it say? you spirit to it there. What it say in 3 verse 4? Of Ezekiel, Elder Mister what it says? Hear the words
3: at my mouth. Verse four, what it says? In the Book of uh, Ezekiel, chapter three, verse number four says, "And he said unto me, Son of man, go, get thee unto the family of Israel, and speak with my words unto them."
1: Ah. Uh-huh. You just speak you just speak with my words there. I need a little bit more there, El. I need a little bit more. Skip down to verse number ten. I can stand a little bit more. I, I can stand where you gotta to get to ten down to verse four. I need a little bit more. El. And matter of fact, and so in verse twenty seven there. El. I can stand a little bit more, here Ten down to twelve and twenty seven, the third chapter the will come up.
3: 10 to 12, and what was
1: the next
3: verse? Verse 27. Verse number 10 to 12, and verse number 27. 10 says, Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee receive in thy mind and hear with thine ears. Eleven, And go and get to them of the captivity unto the children of thy people and speak unto them and tell them thus saith the Yahweh where they will hear or whether they will forbear twelve then the spirit took me up and I heard behind me a voice of a great rushing saying blessed be the glory of Yahweh from this place Verse number 27 says, But when I speak with thee, I will open my mouth, and thou shalt say unto them, Thus saith the young boy, He that hears, let him hear. And he that forbear, let him forbear. For they are a rebellious house. Family.
0: Mm.
1: Uh-huh. He says, um, 27, But when I speak to thee, Oh, oh Ezekiel to see her. so Oh, I'm gonna I speak to Ezekiel to see her. and I'm gonna tell him what I want you to tell them
3: children of Israel.
1: Mm-hmm. Now they're coming back, uh, young line. Coming back to that and pick that verse back up at nine through eleven. So now we got a good picture on what's going on. We got a nice picture on this thing now. We got a nice picture on it. So we are going back to that thirty-seven chapter, young line, pick up. And now, now it can be real plain and 9 through 11. You uh, know what I want? No, I want uh, 11 through 13. No know what I want? 11 through 13. Now, tell you what, take 11 down to verse 14. Next, we're going to make, make a little sharp meal out of it, young lion. Ezekiel 37, 11 down to verse 14. Come on.
4: The book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verse 11, down to verse number 14. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verse 11, reads: Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole family of Israel. Behold, they say our bones are dry and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our part. Verse number 11. Let me verse number 12. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus says the Yahuwah, Yahuwah, Behold, O my people, I will open your grave and cause you to come up out of your grave and bring you into the land of Israel. Verse 13. And you shall know that I am the Y-H-W-H, Yahuwah, when I have opened your grave, O oh my people, and brought you up out of your grave. Verse number 14. And shall put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I shall place you in your own land. Then shall you know that I, the YHWH Yahuwah, have spoken it, and performed it, says the YHWH Yahuwah.
1: Oh. We got an idea on some things. Now we come back to the Sarah in that Hosea chapter 1. And let's see how, and let's see how, this, how this thing will unfold. Let's we'll see the verse 7 down to verse 11. Let's we'll see how much can we get out of this from 7 down to verse 11 in Hosea 1. Sister Sarah. Let's see the verse number 7 down to verse 11. Let's see how this how is going to unfold itself according to Hosea 1, 7 down to verse 11. you on
5: the clock, yes, yeah, so Sarah, come on. Going to the book of Hosea, chapter 1, reading verse 7 to verse 11. Verse 7 reads, But I will have mercy upon the family of Yada Judah, and will save them by the, y- the yakwa their Yakwa. And will not save them by bow, nor by sword, nor by battle, by horses, nor by horses. Verse 8. Now when she had wings, lo, rum, rum ma, she conceived and bare a son. Verse 9. Then said Yaquah, call his name, lo, I me. For you are not my people. And I will not be your Yaquah. Verse 10. Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as thousands of the sea, which cannot be measured nor numbered. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, You are not, there it shall be said unto them, You are the sons of the living Yaquah. Verse 11 Then shall the children of Yadah Judah The southern kingdom And the children of Israel and the ten northern tribes Be gathered together And appoint themselves one head And they shall come up out of the land For a great shall be the day of Jezreel hmm. Israel.
1: That's, that's cool. I'm going to open the lines up and tell me have have all of that been fulfilled right there? Is this is um? Has this happened? Have this to come? Has it already been fulfilled? That's that's some big conversation. But before we before anybody answer that question about that policy right there, he says something in verse number seven is very interesting. He says something in verse 7 about something. So read verse 7 again, get out, and I want to find out if this have happened already or to happen or what. I need to know something about this right here after you read verse 7. Verse 7 says what?
5: Read in Book of Hosea, chapter one, verse seven. Verse seven reads But I will have mercy upon the family of Yadah Judah and will save them by the yakwa their yakwa and will not save them by bow nor by sword, nor by battle, by horses, nor by horsemen. Oh, so he
1: letting he letting you know defeat the royal family of Judah So if you plan on trying to muster a battle against any nation You're going to lose Because Yahweh is not going to be in Any battle you try to muster up against Any other nation You're going to lose He said, I'm not going to save you by uh, By your bow Your bow and arrow or, or, or your banger, your banger, I ain't going to, you, you get your banger right. I ain't saying you by your banger either. You said you get your sword right. I ain't going to say you about that. Ain't no battle you going to come up with. Ain't, ain't no military weapons you're going to come up with. He said, shoot I understand one thing. Any battle you get into with any other nation, you're going to lose because you will not be saved buy that way. Now understand that. So now that's a big talk. But what I wanna know anybody on stage can answer. Help this um have this happen and who can explain to those seers, for the national audience sake how it's gonna happen unless it already happened. Who won't take a shot at this right here from 7 down to verse number 11? Not to read it only, just break it down for the national audience. Have it happened already? Or is it to happen? And how it's going to be made to happen? That's not that's not of Who won't take a shot at that? I'm all ears. I'm listening. Cricket time. All right. Well, we got cricket sounds,
3: but we'll leave will
1: leave that will on phone. David. Yeah. Then. So, just we got cricket
4: sounds on that. We'll it on so, we will leave that on tape. So, no, David I have my phone my phone some, I had straighten out some with my phone, so it won't have no echo sounds in the background. But uh, uh but Makaya, answer that. That Hosea chapter I one verse up. seven down to verse number eleven. Well, we know this haven't happened yet because uh, the tribe of Yadda Judah, uh, we still haven't been saved at all. So we right now, we still uh in the conditions that we are in. So we know that haven't happened yet. Yahweh was saying that it's going to come a time we will come and save the tribe of Yadda Judah. And uh, he also let it be known that, uh, that we going to be, he said, we going to be back in the position we need to be in. But he said, we will have one head in the tribe of Israel, the twelve tribe. He said he goes bring the tribe of Yadav Judah. He's gonna gather us with the uh, 10 northern tribes of Israel together and we're gonna point ourselves one head. And that day is gonna be uh, in a, uh, for great shall be the day of, of Israel. So we know that haven't happened yet, that we haven't pointed ourselves one head and we haven't come together yet. To make sure this thing happens according to what we can read. Excellent.
1: Excellent. So now, now what we gotta do? We gotta get them to um, to do something. Hey, Mother dear Israel. Hey, Mother dear Israel. So we gotta get them to do something. Something has to happen first, Mother dear Israel.
0: Mm-hmm. With all that,
1: with all that In Second Thessalonians, mother, something got to happen for this to start working this way out. And, and what we're gonna do we're gonna find out how this happened. Is we're gonna find out something. In Second Thessalonians, chapter two, verse four, we're gonna read a little bit till we get out more. In Second Thessalonians, chapter two, verse four. We're going to see what got to happen to make this happen. And I want to know once this said, have this happen. Yeah, that's what I want to know. And now I ain't forgot about the diet carry. I'm going to speak on God's carry a little bit later about because those of the northern kingdom died is uh more especially out in mexico the children of ishakar's diet and zebulon's diet is a lot of fish and it's a lot of shrimps and and everything else um octopus and everything else they eat a lot of stuff over there so i asked the question i said what what, what do y'all diet look at like, look like over there so we eat a lot of fish i said what else so we eat a lot of so we got shrimp by the bunnies. Yeah? And lobsters. I mean, and octopuses. I said, well, what about frog legs? See? So that well, I means they, whatever well, they can get their hand on in the water, that's going to be the cooking. So, you know, so I heard that point. We're going to examine a little bit of all that. Because so one thing we do know... We know something. So now, what 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 are we getting ready to read? We getting ready to read what? I know I dropped something down, mother dear. right, what? What are you getting ready to read? In Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse four, and then we're gonna read down it and get our point. And we are gonna ask the question: Have this happen? See, they said this Bible is like um. Why why y'all don't all read enough Bible? Oh well. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they they really teach. You know what they really teach? They really teach. They be dictated a lot. They teach something that's, um you um, know, Mr. Tills, they teach something that we can read, You Because, know? see, I listen to I. I I I'm a better note taker. I listen real good when I when sometimes I ask questions. Just then I know what kind of medicine they need. In the book of Mark, Elder, Taylor because when you talk to anybody over in South America, they have more get together on slave trade. They have more get together on we from across the that that Pacific. They talk more about that. Then I'm keep asking the question: If that's the case, about three hours from where you at right now, how did the impairment and all that ruin that you go out? and you paid to see it, that thing after slave trade. That was before, oh, even a thousand years before that. How did that get there? Who would your people say? That's what that was our profile. After accepting your profile, then, how do you... It, so, bit on you came over here and prayed. Well, I think we all have been talking. Good. Think, and that's and that what you pass on, too. Now, Mr. Till, in Mark chapter 7, can you help those see out from 6 down to verse 9? Then verse number
5: 13. What it you
1: say, Mr. Till? Uh, Mark 7, 6, down
3: to verse 9 and 13, what it say? In the book of Mark, chapter 7, reading verses 6 to verse 9 and verse number 13, verse 6 says, He answered and said unto them, Well, has Elias prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written? This people honored me with their lips with their mind is far from me. Verse number seven. How love and vain do they worship me, teaching for their doctrine the commandments of men? Eight. For lying aside the commandment of Yahweh, behold the tradition of men, as the washing of pots and cups, and many other such like things ye do. Verse nine. And he said unto them, Fulfill ye will. Ye reject the commandments of Yahweh, that ye may keep your own tradition. Verse number 13. Making the word of Yahweh of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things ye do ye. Mm-hmm.
1: So will you talk to any of the tribes? And that's how you talk to any of the tribe today. The all they talk about is slavery. All they talk about is slavery. We come from the Atlantic slave trade. But the Atlantic slave trade, and, the, and you you understand these oceans, they talked about more in Mexico about that Pacific, how they came out on the Pacific trade on that boat. You know, that's what they talked about. <laughs> What I want to know is, I they're listening right now. Is why their conversation is always about slavery on how they got here. Who have taught you that you came over on the slave ship? Yes, Just condition of men teach you that when Christopher Columbus came to the island. Was it bacon? When Herman Cortez came to the island, was it bacon? If it were, why did he have to bring Hebrew, alluded for Semitic interpreters? Why did he have to bring those that spoke the language of the land in Semitic? And why are they speaking Spanish today? What? Well, why would Christopher Columbus and Herman Cortez bring Spanish, I mean, Hebrew interpreters with them to speak to you then, but now the land is speaking Spanish today? How did that happen? What happened? if they were speaking Spanish all the time, then Herman Cortez in the 1500s or in the 1400s of Christian Columbus would never need no Hebrew interpreters. Not today, because the language over there now is Spanish. The tongue that they once had that Montezuma them had, that Montezuma had, they didn't understand they had to have interpreters. When Herman Cortez came upon them, they had to have interpreters. Hear you what I said? He, he was speaking one language, and Montezuma them was speaking another language. They were not speaking the same language. So they had to have somebody to interpret back and forth. But now they all speak Spanish today. What don't happen?
0: That's what about. It.
1: Now, Who holding something? Anybody holding things for those
0: years? Yeah. Anybody holding uh, Yeah.
1: Okay. So, anybody holding something for those ears? Yeah, okay, then now well, I got my hand on stack of Thessalonians.
2: Okay, what, what what's that? That's my question to
1: ask. Who holding something? I did say, yeah. With a loud voice, Moses of Israel,
2: I got my hand on stack Thessalonians
1: two verse
2: four. That's right. Come on, mother. Okay, now my phone on switch. <laughs> Uh, second Thessalonians chapter two verse four. Can you hear me? Cause my phone switched. Okay. 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 Verse four. Who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called Yahweh or that is worship, so that he as Yahweh. In the the temple of Yahweh And showing himself That he is Yahweh Verse
3: 5
2: Verse 5 Remember You not That when I was yet With you I told you these Verse 6 And now you know that with all, with hell, that he might be revealed in his time. Verse 7, for the mystery of sin do already work. Only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way verse 8 and then shall that wicked be revealed whom yahweh shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming hold that point hold that
1: point in 8 i want to um i want to examine verse 8 according to for the national audience this right here is like a lineup. This is like a lineup right here. And this lineup says in verse eight, and then says that wicked. That wicked in your Bible, mother, is that a capital W, or is that just a regular W? Is that a capital W in your Bible? Capital W. Yeah, is that a capital W in your Bible? Uh, young line yeah. Now. <laughs> so that
0: means
1: he put that word there for a specific reason. He asked him to write that. The writer's writing for a specific reason. He capitalized that with because it, it's a
0: specific
1: wicked got to be revealed. See, it's not just, so we know what it says um, here in 519 of First John. We clear about that, and I want to know if he's saying two words, is one word, written one way. And you know, oh, I want to know when you read First John five nineteen, what it says. What it say in First John five nineteen, still? You know?
3: In the book of First John, looking at chapter five, reading verse number nineteen. Nineteen says. And we know that we are of Yahweh, and the whole world lies in wickedness.
1: Okay. That wickedness, is that fair with a capital W or just a regular W? Regular. Oh, well, that's a regular W right there. But just right in regular. verse 8, they got emphasis on this right here. So this big talk here, when we keep fixing on account. He says in verse eight of the Second Thessalonians and then share that wicked. See, you're not going nowhere until that wicked be revealed. You don't have to know plainly who that wicked is. This is like a lineup, you a little side of the glass, you got ten people up right there. And, they, and we want to know which one done you the harm. So which one the one that put the hand in your pocket, gets you down the head with, they billet with that billet uh, with his banger? Which one did it? So they put you on the other side of the glass, and you see 10 people look similar to the person. And you have to point out that one, that there. Now, though you see 10, what is the a specific wicked that you will have to know. That wicked got to be revealed. That's because it is. And see, that wicked according to verse number nine, Molly, let's talk about that wicked. That wicked is the one that got to be revealed. That wicked. Verse
2: nine. Verse nine. Second Thessalonians chapter two verse nine. I think I'm still there. Even him who's coming is after the working of Satan with all power and single and signs and, and lying wonders.
1: This right yeah. here, this right here, now let's get tough. This wicked right here, he going to have power. You mean know, have what kind of power, mother? Lying one. This wicked right here is gonna do some lying to. You. And he and he gonna convince and matter of fact, uh young line vote Mackay in twelve verse nine, a revelation in time prophecy, this wicked right here, he gonna have line one. And according to end time prophecy, twelve verse nine, what are you gonna do there, young line?
4: We're going over to the Book of Revelation, chapter twelve. We want to pick it up at verse number nine. The Book of Revelation, chapter twelve, verse number nine. Verse nine reads: "And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent, called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out, until the angels were cast out with him."
1: Is that? And his helpers and his evil angels cast out ways. So that wicked has got to be revealed. That wicked got to be revealed because that wicked is working with the power of Satan the devil. And that wicked is gonna um, do some do it this.
4: Twenty-eight thirty-seven. 37 there, young all line. Let's talk about that wicked. you. Deuteronomy 37, what it say? We're going over to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse number 37. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse number 37, 37 reads. And you should become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword, among all nations Rather the Yahweh shall lead you He says
1: You're going to be a proverb And a byword Among all nations That Yahweh shall lead you He's talking to the Twelve tribes of Israel They're going to be a proverb and a byword Among all nations So all nations According to 32 verse 26 Where's from there? And 32 32 verse 26 there young line. can you
4: help those see of the national order what else is gonna happen in thirty-two, 26? all right we're going to the book of deuteronomy chapter 32 we want verse number 26 the book of deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 26 verse 26 reads 26 i said i would scatter them in two corners I will make the remembrance of them to seek from among me.
1: He said, ain't nobody going to marry you no more. He said, I'm going to scatter you in the corner, children of of the book, the children of Israel, all 12 tribes of you. Now, mother, I want to come back to that verse and look down and tell you what verse it is. It got to be a falling away verse. I need that verse, and I want to know in Second Thessalonians, y'all, y'all, I have to see how he said it. it got to be a falling away first. I'm looking for that verse, falling away first. That's what I want. So where is that verse at? And mother gonna read it once I put my eyes on it. It got to be a falling away first. What verse is that in that Second Thessalonians? Uh, I away first. Can y'all hear those here? What verse is that? Uh, I away first.
4: The Book of Second Thessalonians, chapter uh, two. It got to be um uh, falling
1: away first. Yeah, let me uh, yeah. hear that. Uh, you know what I mean? let, let those fear and national hear that verse. It, it got to be a yeah. Verse three. Yeah. What is that young
4: line? What that verse three say that got to happen. Second Thessalonians, chapter two, pick it up at verse number three. Verse three reads. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come, except there come falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition.
1: That man, that man got to be revealed. That man got to be revealed because of what reason mother did Israel, verse 9? That man got to be revealed because of what reason mother according to verse
2: 9? Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse uh, 9. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders.
1: Hey, that's not, ain't that nice? Ain't that, ain't that, ain't that that's nice? That man got to be revealed because that man is after the working of who, mother?
2: Satan the devil.
1: Satan the devil works this man right here. And this man is the sword of perdition and he got to be revealed. He said, you're not going nowhere until you clear about who this man is. You you, you ain't going nowhere until you can plainly lay this man out like a hot iron or a key suit. Until you able to do that, you ain't got nothing coming. Because this man, he said, got to be a fall away first. So now we want to precept that mother and find out fallen away happened yet. And Luke 21, 24, let's find out mother had a fallen away happened yet. And what he's talking about, a fallen away first, maybe when we precept that to Luke 24, 21 verse 24, maybe we can get a more through the precept because that wicked is being revealed because he opposes everything and he is after the work of faith. So you need to make sure you put a uh, a card on 3 and verse 8 and 9. 3, 8 and 9 plays a pivotal part in teaching for you to understand the pass on that ain't nothing happening until that wicked be revealed with the capital and he is the son of perdition. He got to be revealed. Because he opposes everything that is called Yahweh. Everything that opposed, everything Yahweh got in this Bible, he opposes. I'll give you a case in point. The Bible tells you keep Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday in the Bible. And he said, no, we're going to keep Sunday first day of the week. The Bible tell you in Leviticus chapter 11 that you eat no hog, no catfish shrimp, or lobster tail. He said, no. You can eat that as long as you pray over it. <laughs> See? See? he opposed
0: everything
1: that's in the Bible. Yahweh tells you that you got to go to the tree for your meat, and if you want to get healed, you use the leaf. He said, no, just go see Doc Cook. He got a nice big bottle of, of the white pills for you that he are made up for you. See what he do? He opposes everything in the body. And we tell you that Yopla made a plane of Brother McCoy and and in the book called, Before Mother Read That, verse 4, he made it plain in Daniel chapter 1, verse number 10, down to verse 15. What did he say, Brother McCoy, in Daniel chapter 1, verse Bring your A game in Daniel 1, 10 down to verse 15. What did he say that young line, Brother
4: McCoy? Going over to the book of Daniel, chapter 1, verse 10, down to verse number 15. The book of Daniel, chapter 1, verse 10, down to verse 15, verse 10 reads, And the prince of the eunuch said unto Daniel the seal, I fear my Yahweh the king, who have appointed your meat and your drink. For why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall you make me in danger, my head. the king verse 11 then said daniel the seer haniah mishael and azariah verse 12 prove your servants, i beseech you i beg you 10 days and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink verse 13 then let our countenance be looked upon before you and the countess, the face of the children, that eat of the portion of the king's meat. And as you see, it deal with your servants. Verse 15. So he can send it to them in this matter and prove them ten days. Verse 15. And at the end of ten days, their faces appeared fairer and fatter in flesh children, which did eat the portion of the king's meat hmm Um Read verse twelve again. The book of Daniel the chapter twelve reads, Prove your servant. I beseech, I beg you, ten days, and let them give us pulse, green food, and fruit to eat, and water to drink. Mm-hmm. Mean
1: fruits and vegetables. And this water means spring water. He's said, your servant. And how many days down your tell the big dignitary to prove you serve How many days? Ten days. And he said oh, he's okay. he said he said, You own. Bet. You own. And what happened in verse fifteen?
4: Verse fifteen reads. And at the end of ten days, their countess appeared, first. Pharaoh, children which did eat the portions of the king's meat.
1: What is, what is the king's meat today? What the king's meat today? Chicken, cow, and hog. And dairy product. That's the king's meat today. Dairy product, chicken, cow, and hog. That's what the king eats today. That's the king's meat. And Daniel said, listen, you can get a glance at what you're working with if you just try it 10 days. 10 days, leave off king's meat. Leave the chicken alone for 10 days. Leave the cow eating for 10 days. And leave the hog eating for 10 days. And another thing, leave alone for 10 days, young line in Leviticus chapter 11. It's something else. He said leave alone for 10 days. We're going to Leviticus chapter 11 and read verse 1 and 2. Get warmed up, young line. Let's say in Leviticus 11,
4: 1 and 2, just get warmed up. What to it say? We're going to the book of Leviticus chapter 11. We'll pick it up at verse number 1 and verse number 2. Verse 1 reads. And Yahweh spake unto Moses. And to Aaron the seer Saying unto them Verse 2 Speak unto the children of Israel Saying These are the beasts Which you shall eat Amongst all the beasts That are on the earth Let's get on
1: to
4: verse 9 Let's do a little bit more Verse 9 Verse 9 The book of Leviticus The book of Leviticus Chapter 11 Verse number 9 Verse 9 reads these shall you eat of all that are in the water. Whatsoever has fins and scales in the water, in the sea, and in the river, them shall you eat. Verse 10. Verse 10. And all that have not fins and scales in the sea, and in the river, of all that move in the water and of any living thing which is in the waters they shall be an abomination unto you number 11 they shall be even an abomination unto you you shall not eat of their flesh but you shall have their carcass an abomination verse 12 whatsoever had no fin nor scales in the water. That shall be an abomination unto you.
1: So when we talk to those over there in the black Mexicans over there, and, and I ask the question, we going to call the names out, what do you eat? They say, well, we eat a lot of fish. I have to do the fish house beds and scales on it. You do what? Yeah, you know, some of them do, some of them don't. And we eat a lot of, we eat a lot, of, and we about to get you down here to eat boy. My tribe can really make them shrimp taste mouth-watering good. Shrimp, and and we eat octopus, and we eat, um, you know, I ox- Catch a little octopus. Ox- got, got a little small Ooh. octopus a lot of legs.
3: We just we, we, we
1: to it. And we eat a lot of, um, you know, shrimp, lobsters. We got that in the water. And we got the, the catfish. It's all around here. The catfish, you know, we work it out. But it'll taste so good to you, see? So when you hear these kind of conversations, that means one thing, that they need some Bible because they have got away from the Bible because they are up under traditions of men. So we tell you, children of Israel today, leave that alone for 10 days. Leave your catfish, your shrimp, your lobster, and your frog legs alone for 10 days and your Chinese food for 10 days. Leave it alone for ten days, and eat what the elder get ready to read in one twenty-nine to thirty-one of Genesis. Hey, elder, let And eat what Yahuwah tell you to eat, and uh, the book called Genesis one twenty-nine to thirty-one for ten days. For ten days, just follow one twenty-nine to thirty-one.
3: Hey, yo, get ready to read out of Genesis one twenty nine to 31. Okay, the book of Genesis, looking at chapter 1, reading from verses 29 to verse number 31, it says, And Yahuwah said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, which is the fruit, of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for me. 30. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for me. And it was so. 31. And Yahweh saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And in the evening and the morning,
1: so you saw everything he had created and made was good, but he gave you a specific color to eat. You know, for the national audience sake, what specific color did he tell you to eat? He, he was instructing man before he was a man. What do you know, man around at that time? But he was laying out. What specific a man supposed to eat? And what color did he tell you to eat that? According to what you just got to read.
3: Every green herb for
1: me. Every green herb for me. So the green herb is for your meat. So the more green foods you eat, like I said, once you try 10 days. Why don't you to do what Daniel uh, uh, prayed to the big diggers, Jerry? For so 10 days, you would to just go eat green food. We know the food that the children of Israel ate and wherever they went to, they always come. You know the food that they eat? And I'm going to tell you something. If you want to remove the problem out of your body, <coughs> You gotta go on a 90 day. <clears throat> 90 day. For 90 days, whatever problem you got in your body. You wanna have a, a body where you have to have nobody pushing you around and can <clears throat> you anywhere? Then why don't you do this for 90 days? I mean, you can try the 10 days just to get warmed up. But if you do the 90 days, in the Bible.
5: And whatever
1: problems you got in your system will be removed and, and you will have yourself a brand new body. If you do one thing, but remember, don't normally work until Mother B of Israel reads Wisdom Psalm sixteen verse 12. Hey, a hey mother what do what do we say in Wisdom Solomon chapter sixteen verse twelve? Mother,
2: you up here. Yes. Wisdom Solomon mm-hmm. sixteen verse twelve. Now i
1: saying one thing. We can tell you and point the way to you, but the book of Wisdom Solomon, mother, something else has to be laid out before you in sixteen verse twelve. Can you help the national audience out? What got to be up front? according
2: to the wisdom of yeah. Solomon, verse twelve. What is it? The, the wisdom. 16, verse twelve. The wisdom of Solomon, chapter sixteen, verse twelve. For it was neither herb nor mortifying plaster that restored them to health, but Thou word, O Yahuwah, which us all things. So um uh,
1: we can tell you all that you need to know. But what but what but what you can't leave home without to make it work officially, mother.
2: The word of Yahuwah.
1: The word of Yahuwah. You got to be able to come out of her in 18.4 of uh, revelation you got to hear the word of yahweh and yahweh will he ain't gonna co-rule with satan you want to put satan down for 10 days too there's another thing you got to put satan down for 10 days and if, if you really want to get in you got to put satan down for 90 days so you got to put satan down for 90 days to tell satan uh go on about your business for 90 days I'm gonna try it for ninety days. I'm gonna leave the king's meat alone. King's meat is chicken, cow and and hog eating. I'm gonna leave that alone for ninety days. And then what but what I'm gonna eat for ninety days, uh, mother bee of Israel, in the forty seventh chapter, but what am I, what am i gonna eat for ninety days. Hmm? We we'll going to Ezekiel forty seven, mother. See what we're gonna eat for ninety days. Let's see what we eat for ninety days. We go on to the forty-seventh chapter of Ezekiel verse forty seven number seven. What we gonna eat for ninety days? We go on to the forty seventh chapter, verse number seven, and let's see what it's
2: Ezekiel forty seven verse seven.
1: Yes, ma'am. Verse seven. What it say?
2: Now when I heard, when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other.
1: Mhm. And where well, in verse twelve and thirteen, mother? Well in verse 12 and 13.
2: See, so he's see a lot of trees on both sides. Both sides, he sees yeah. trees everywhere. Both sides. 12 on the verse 13 says what? Um, Ezekiel 47, 12 and 13. Verse 12. And by the river, up on the bank thereof, on this side and on that side, shall grow. All trees for meat, whose leaf shall not shall not fade, neither shall the fruits thereof be consumed. it shall bring forth new fruits according to his month, because their water the water that issue out of the sanctuary and the fruits thereof shall be for meat and the leaves thereof for medicine verse 13. thus says yahweh this shall be the order whereby you shall inherit the land according to the 12 tribes of Israel, Joseph said, have two portions.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, in your mind, um, I found out it was very interesting that, hey, Mother, give me 22 verse 2. had that waiting on me in Revelation to find out it's this, this important about this belief. But I did get chance to talk to Northern Kingdoms that's over there in Mexico. And they came up with a good plus I mean a good plus I mean I really appreciate that so can you look on your phone uh, your online and pull up a what what benefit that that is to eat the sleeves the leaf of the banana not the inside but the 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 leaves of the banana. Can you tell me what is the benefit of eating the leaves of the banana? Now we know normally we we see a banana, we take the banana, no.
0: we peel the banana back, and we eat all the inside of the real good. But what what do benefits of the
1: outside of the banana leaves do for the body? The outside of the body. What do the Leaves do on the banana, the outside. Can you pull it up and let any of the national order here And that was a uh, one good point that talking to northern kingdom that's over there in, in Africa. They work out that banana and what benefit it is that we all can share together on the outside of the banana. What say that young man?
4: All right. Hallelujah. Who are Sea Roy. Well, we do have something as we pull up inside of the Google search web. We come to find out they have something sitting, uh, written. says eating on banana leaves is healthy in every way. It is packed with fly noise which are natural antioxidants that is also found in green tea. These plyphonoids battle all the free radicals in the body and prevent disease. Banana leaf is also rich in plyfonoles oxidized, which is an enzyme to treat pancreas disease.
1: And, and another thing, and, and we're gonna learn more and more, that 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 outside of the banana it makes a nice tea and it not only treats patients' disease, you know that means your liver and cancer cells. Did you know the outside of the banana, it helps you when you make a tea even with problems in your body, even cancer cells, the outside. You got a a fever, flu-like symptoms, cancer cells, the outside of the banana. When you make a nice little tea, with put put a couple of nights nice together, and make you a nice tea. Everything that coffee don't taste good to you, that will mean it's not good for you. But guess what it do? It fights the problems inside of your body like diabetes and cancer. That's what the banana leaves do because mother get ready to read something in 22 verse 2 that's in the Bible, that was prophesied
2: to John to put in the Bible to lay it out there, John. What did say, Mother, in 22, verse 2 of Revelation? Revelation chapter 22, verse 2. In the midst of the streets of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life which bears square manner of fruit and yielding her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nation.
1: And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of your body. So it was for the healing, so a young line in Ezekiel 47, the last two lines, I want to tie that word, The leaves Is for the healing of your body. So the least is what, according to the last two lines in Ezekiel 47, where is it the least is for in the last two lines of the 47th chapter of Ezekiel? What is there in your line?
4: The book of Ezekiel, chapter 47, verse 12 reads, And by the river upon the bank there were, on this side and on that side shall grow all trees for me, whose leaf shall not whose leaf shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit according to his month, because their waters they issue out of the temple, and the fruit thereof and the fruit thereof shall be for me, and the leaf therefore for medicine. For the healing of the body
1: So mm-hmm. the last two lines What we're really looking for The young lion So the last two lines We're looking for There all shall be for me And the leaf There all for the medicine So your medicine Once you understand What is written plainly In Matthew chapter 8 Verse 8 there, young man with the precept of 107, verse 20, and some back-to-back. Back. So here's the point. The leaves, according to the angel telling John, is for your medicine. So you've got to find out what do the leaves make you do. In prior lesson, we talked about what the, the mango leaf, do for you, a proud lesson we talked about, a lot of things on what the leaves do for you. But the leaves is for your medicine. It's a cure in the leaves for your medicine. But we got on our feed, dial dial cook. That's why when you detox your body, what you got the leaves alone is the king's meat for 90 days. If you got any problem, you got to first detox your body. Now you got to go on a detox for ninety days. And in the ninety days, what you eat is from the tree. Truth, and best look, and the best look that is number one to eat from the tree. Number one from the tree is figs from the tree. Number one. Number two. It's grapes with seeds in it, green grapes. Number three, mm, from the
3: tree.
1: Number three, from the tree,
4: mm, papaya, you know, watermelon.
1: Well, no, that's from the ground. That watermelon is laying on that ground. Oh, yeah.
4: I want the fruit yeah. From the tree. that
1: tree. Papaya.
4: Yeah, you know I, papaya.
1: Okay, uh, a mango. Okay, good. Mango.
4: That's a what Mango. It
1: is. mango. <laughs> a mango and that mango leaf. These, these, like, number one was given to Adam was, and the leaf from the thieves is, again, is for your medicine. You got to find what it do for you. Uh, that's the case. Number two was grapes. That was number two. Grapes is number two. This is from the tree. Number three is mango on the tree and banana. They you go eat oh, one, two, three, four. One. That is your four punches from the tree for your meat. If you eat that four from the tree for ninety days, if you top the body or whatever you got it, well, you four. Number one. Now it's time to go to the the ground thing from the ground that you eat on the detoxins that you eat. Number one from the ground will be corn. They call it in Mexico maize. But it's, you know, corn made in a table. I I say, okay, you call it maize? If we're talking same thing, is that thing with them? Yeah. Okay, well we call it corn, you call it maize. Okay, good. But what kind of corn we supposed to make sure is in our bodies? In 23:25, uh, young Lions? in the book called Deuteronomy, is Deuteronomy 23:25. What kind of corn we supposed to have in our bodies? That young Line. Hey, up the national orders out.
4: What kind of corn?
0: We're going to the book Deuteronomy,
4: chapter three, verse number 25. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 23, verse 25 reads, When you come into the standing corn of your neighbor, then you may as pluck the ears with your hand, but you shall not move a sickle unto your neighbor's standing corn.
1: Standing corn, not the corn that you go by that's got preserved in it already in a can. They already got preserved. They already put their they, they, uh, they, they hit on it. and You got that preserved corn in the can. No, you don't want that. You want the standing corn. That's your best shot until you can make your corn yourself. And nothing you do with that corn. Once that corn, you got it good and soft. Mash that corn up. Mash it up. Yeah. Because the, the good part of the corn is on the inside. So when you need corn, you know, I mean, you, as long as you get it in your system, that's good, but sometimes the, the corn don't be in, because you be eliminating so fast, you might. But mash that corn up because the inside juice inside that corn, that is the, the process you want. So when you get your corn, unless you're ready to chew it off, up real good and all that good, but you're going to get all the nourishment from the inside of that corn in your system. A lot of times you take the corn and just mash it up. And what you have with that corn, and all the children of Israel, even both sides of a river, have no problem agreeing. Corn with black-eyed peas. Corn with the children of Israel, wherever they migrate to, they always planted black-eyed peas. That's what Corn, black-eyed peas. That's a one-two front that they did eat. Corn, black-eyed peas. So now when you eat corn and black-eyed peas, you're really doing yourself a favor. Then you take the sweet potato. Corn, black-eyed peas, and the sweet potato. Now, young mind look on your phone and tell the master order. what do the sweet potato do for the inside and the outside? We wanna know what the inside of a sweet potato do for you. You can boil it or bake it. It's up to you. Boil it, it's good. Baking is good. But the sweet potato, you wanna know now you got your corn, you um cutting off the carb and it up real good inside of you, know, inside of your Your black-eyed peas, yeah, good too. Corn, black-eyed peas, and now you are looking at your sweet potato. Now you want to find out what that makes you do, because everything you're doing is to get yourself a new body. So now you got a sweet potato. Find out what is in a sweet potato that is good for the children of the book. Let's
4: talk about it inside and outside. Young mind come on. All right. Uh, as I'm searching through I'm just about the sweet potato, the sweet potato, it reads, they are high in fiber and antioxidants. I'm reading from the Google uh, search. Ask the question, what does sweet potatoes do for your body? They're high in fiber and antioxidants which protect your body from free radicals damage and promote a healthy gut and brain. They're also incredible and rich in beta-carotene, which is converted into vitamin A to support good vision in your immune system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you see, now most of
4: us, we get up, we buy our sweet potatoes. I got and a little
1: bit want... more. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, young lady. Okay. you pause.
4: Yeah, I had to throw something else up. All right. It says, um, the health benefits of sweet potatoes support healthy vision, help for good digestion, help to manage diabetes, help to prevent the risk of cancer, help to minimize the risk of heart health, may enhance brain function, may boost the immune system, help to improve skin. And that's what I have so far right now on the sweet potato. So I do some more research. And that's on the and
1: that's on the inside. Because most people don't they, they throw away the outside, they just they, they open it up and, and they scrape all around the inside and wear it out. But now let's go to the outside of the sweet potato for the national audience. What about the outside of the skin of the sweet potato? What do that make you do? Let's talk about a little bit more
4: of that, y'all, huh? Okay. As I'm looking for something right now, we have skin Uh of the sweet potato is good for fiber and nutrients that may help lower the risk of heart disease and keep you feeling full for longer periods of time. And I'm going to find, give me a few seconds to find a little bit more up on this so far. Because they're not really, so far I've caught up much about it. But I'll come back to that one. So far I ran across that it's good for fiber. But nothing else as of right now. 10 benefits of skin of sweet potatoes. Uh, it's pretty much saying it does the same thing as I read before. The skin of the sweet potatoes, it's healthy vision. It says good digestion, it says manage diabetes, prevent risk of cancer, uh, heart health, brain function, immune system, improve improve the skin. it's saying it does pretty much the same thing. Mhm. Good. So sweet
1: potato it fights the disease in your body. What potatoes do is good for whatever kind of disease you got in your body, the outside skin that you bake, that you are uh, born, whatever way you did it, you do not throw away the skin. The skin, you break it down into small pieces and you, you absorb it, swallow it, fighting off diseases in your body, problems in your body, the outside of it, is just as important as the inside. So when you're cooking sweet potato, don't throw away the outside. That is a fighter for diseases in your body, and plus it'll help make you feel extra full, and you won't want too much anything after anyway. So that's what the, that's what you got to understand about the sweet potato. Then once you got all three of them going for yourself, you got your corn. And the corn, it do something. And remember one thing, a hey, Mother D of Israel, corn in Psalm 78, mother. It's very important to understand that your meals about the corn and and breaking that corn down real nice in 78, 24, and 25, Mother D of Israel, that corn, in Psalm seventy-eight, verse twenty-four and twenty-five, the angel came from heaven to tell David about his corn, and Psalms chapter seventy-eight, verse twenty-four and twenty-five. Hey, mother, dear Israel, kept the national audience about this angel coming from heaven to talking to David, eyeball to eyeball about the corn. What
2: did the angel say about the corn? Psalm 78, verses 24 and 25. 24. And had rained down manna upon them to eat and had given them of the corn of heaven. 25. Man did eat angels' food. He sent them meat. To
1: the, to the four. Mm-hmm. He sent the meat. What meat did he send, mother? According to what you just got to read. What meat did he tell you about he sent from here? Corn. 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 The corn is what Yahweh told the to Get down and tell them that standing corn, that is, that is part of your meat, the corn. It came from heaven. That's angel food. So when you got the standing corn in your meal, and you take it and you take your spoon and break it down real nice. Get all that juice on your plate with them black eyed peas and, and that sweet potato. And you and remember, and that spring water. And you got to exercise. You got the remember because you got blood clots in your body. The only way you're gonna remove the blood clots in your body is by eating properly like we done told you, and you got to exercise because if you don't shake it up, you gotta shake it up. Because when you feel yourself got pains, leg pains and, and stiffness in your butt and all that, it's because you got blood claws. And blood clots can only be removed by exercise. You gotta bounce it up and drink at least no less than a half a gallon of water per day. Even if you put a pot next to your bed, if you're going for the win, you gotta shake it up. Exercise. You can't eat that good stuff and don't do nothing but sit on the dock of the bank. you got to get your an exercising program to shake that stuff up.
3: What you're doing, you're releasing the
1: blood clots. Blood clots can be in your legs, your butt, your arms, everywhere. Blood clots. The only way the blood clots can be released is you've got to be drinking the water. The water. Free water. At least in the run of a day no less than a half a gallon. So you get your something that got like quartz on it
3: and drinking two
1: quarts of water per day. Sure you will be up every hour going to the bathroom but you're going for the win because that water, while you land there sleeping, is fighting against the problems in your body. And when you release the water it pulls the toxins from your body. Exercising in water. But mother, give me um give me that verse Matthew eight verse eight. And a closing statement there, mother. Eight verse eight of Matthew. And we'll and we'll get back on this tomorrow at seven thirty. Now tomorrow class is at seven thirty. So mother give me eight verse eight and a closing statement. Matthew Yep. Chapter
2: eight, verse eight. Okay. Matthews eight eight.
0: Matthews eight
2: eight. Matthews eight eight. Matthews chapter eight verse eight. Read the centurion answer and said, it. I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so Mother, we can tell you all the good stuff, but you got to have what to be healed.
0: The word.
1: The word. We got to apply the word. Give me a precept, 107, verse 20, in the closing statement. Remember, tomorrow broadcast back on the 730th location will be ready to go. So call for details at 224-600-5579, whatever you 79 close to. Get into one of them camps and get your blessing. And 1 on 7, verse 20, Mother and the Satan says what? And young lion have me, me uh, yeah, Psalms 1 on 7, verse 20. And young lion have me, uh, Psalms 65, verse 1, I want to know who you're talking to. Then skip down to nine through thirteen there, young line. Nine through thirteen and sixty five. After Mother uh give us one oh seven verse twenty of Psalms and a closing statement there, mother. Come on.
2: Yeah. Psalms one oh seven verse twenty. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. So again, mother, everything works with what? According to the Bible. His word. His word. See we can't we, we can't order water to hold back to wet. We gotta keep his word. I mean we gotta leave that abomination stuff alone for Yahweh's word to be applied for you. That so I means all that abomination stuff you eat. Leave the king's meat alone. Try ten days first. No king's meat for ten days. No dairy um, products, no pops. Leave your stuff on for 10 days and see how it'll start changing you for 10 days. Then after you see your 10 days, it's all good. Then try the 90 days. But in them 90 days, once you try your uh, corn, blackout peas, and sweet peas, you remember, the game changes. Now you get your watermelon. Now you find your watermelon. That's right, we got to have trucks going back and forth keeping that watermelon. That watermelon is it's the game. Now you got the watermelon, that big old watermelon, right? Guess what? Now you eat a slice of that good old watermelon, and then you eat it down to the white part of it, and the back of it is, is and what you do is that. I'm going to throw that away. No, no, don't throw that away. That's the game changer. The white part into your blender. You got to juice that. Oh, you got to juice that, and that is for the, the lower part of your body to help open you up even more. That makes you even. Especially if you, a young couple, that's put all kind of uh, things on your mind to do because it tingles the lower part of your body. It helps open up your body by taking the watermelon, white and the green part, and put it in your blender and, and bring it up for juice. Put it in the refrigerator and drink that. That red get off of everything in your body. It helps open up the lower part of your body. It's like a um, back in the day, they said, I'm going to give you some nice gin or some granddaddy or what and all and all that old stuff. No, you don't get none of that watermelon. That don't throw none of it away. No. That white part of the green part, cut it down small, put it in your juicer, make you a juice, and drink that, and it helps the lower part of your body get it get you get some, get some kick going on down there. You get some shake, rattle, and roll around there. Oh, wow, I'm to the heavy down here. Yeah, I know. I feel pretty good too. See? Keep that in your mind. Mother,
2: close the statement. Tomorrow, seven thirty, back on the everything. But right now, the close statement is all yours. Come on. Hebrews, Hebrews chapter three, verses twelve and thirteen. Take heed, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil mind of unbelief and departing from the living Yahuwah. Thirteen but exalt one another daily while it is called today. Lest any of you be hard, hardened through the deceitfulness the of sin. Uh, I'm going to read 4-2. For, for we are made partakers of Yahuwah the Son if we hold the... Beginning of our confidence, stay st- steadfast until the end. Hallelujah, 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 Yahuwah, That was great. You yeah, right well. broadcast of take number eight, 86, that's a great thing.
0: And
1: that's what it's all about. That's a sign that Yahuwah want to see. Hang on line. So who is this? this is address to first and the book called Psalms 65 verse 1 then let's skip down to verse number 9 through 13. Let's see who this address to first about what they got to do to repass their body without being done cook. Let's see who he talking to. And sixth, fifth chapter of Psalm verse 1 then 9 through 13. Now when you apply all this this is what's gonna happen, especially if you go through the 90 day process. No king's meat, no dairy products, no smoking, no no none of that wicked stuff. Put it aside for 90 days. Want a new body? Want your body to respond to you? Remember, Yahweh went back and got Moses at the age of 80. Moses started his ministry to 80. So those who think you you just started your ministry at the age of 80. Moses was 80 years old. Cause so Yahweh had to beat all the meanings out of him. He started his ministry coming back to Midian to the land of Egypt to get the children of Israel. He was 80 years old. Aaron was 84 and Miriam was 86. So really if you do the right thing, your ministry don't your ministry don't start until you're eighty years old. Mirren was eighty six, Pam was eighty four. You see? So you got remember when you start detoxing your body, you reverse what you call oldness in the body and start reversing back to the other direction. You'll go back to other direction. I'm going forward, although your age will always go forward, but the inside of your body will go back the other because you eliminate the toxins, the fluid, all out your body, and your body will start percolating. You'll get that kick back in your body if you follow what we tell you for many days. So don't look at your age. No. Just part of the process and watch. Remember, Moses was 100. And 20 years old, and everything on his body was working on the day of his death. Harder than 20. Plus, keep that in your mind. Now, I see what his message is pointed toward by the young line in, in Psalm 65, verse 1, then
0: 9
1: through 13. And what's the resource of these if your pride come on?
4: The book of Psalms, chapter 65, verse 1, then dropping down, and we're going to pick it up at verse 9. Down to verse number 13. The Book of Psalms, chapter 65, verse 1. Verse 1 reads, Praise waited for you, O Yahuwah, and Yada, Judah, and unto you shall the vow be performed. Hey,
0: that's up. So this right, here, this
1: right here is, is, is directed to the royal seed, the tribe of Judah first. And Judah had Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon at that time. So Judah, you got to know this, Judah.
4: Verse number 9 through 13. Verse number 9 down to verse number 13. Verse 9 reads, You visit the earth, and waters water is it. You greatly enrich it with the river of Yahweh, which is full of water. You prepare them corn when you have so provide for it. Verse 10. You water the ridges thereof abundantly. You sell it the pharaohs thereof. You make it soft with showers. You bless the springing thereof. Verse number 11. You crown the year with your goodness. They drop upon the pastures of the wilderness. And the little hills rejoice on every side. Verse 13. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered over with corn. They shout for joy. They also sing. Mm -hmm.
1: So when you get that corn in you, you get that nice corn from the cob, and you mash it up. Um, What line would you have, according to that last verse, there young line?
4: They shout for joy. They also sing.
1: They 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 will they will get a what you call a singing by Hallelujah. saying some duet wop so What's the So on that? Let's go to the ninth chapter of Zechariah and see who he, who do it affect who he works with right away. In verse 17 9 verse seventeen. Who do we get to working on right away? Nine and verse 17. Zechariah chapter nine, verse 17. Let's talk about a young line.
4: We're going over to the book of Zechariah. We're going to pick it up at chapter nine, and we're going to verse number 17. The book of Zechariah chapter nine, verse 17 reads, For how great is his goodness, and how great is this beauty. Corn should make the young men cheerful and new wine the make.
1: You see that? Boy, you got some corn some, some corn off the cob, and smash it up up in them, in them black-eyed peas and a little wine on the side and make you shout for joy and say, come on over here, woman. And same thing she said, come on over here, my y'all father man. Come on. You got to take the work with. In 2nd Ezra, I ain't forget about the verse there, young line, in 13, verse 37 to 48, you have the national audience out. but so we got to understand one thing. Judah got to lead and he got neither meet them where he at. So we got to get them over there in the land before slavery. So in 2nd Ezra 13, verse 37 to 48, let's get the children of the northern kingdom over there headed by Ephraim and Vanessa in the island, and the judges will be um the one that called the Mexican, which really is called what the name again called what the Mexican uh, name is called. It's a It's a And that's who, who was Montezuma. He was from the mm-hmm. tribe of Ishacar. And let's find out about them when they arrived into that land come on.
4: 2nd Ezra 13, 37 to 48, come on. We're going to read the book of 2nd Ezra, the Chapter 13, we're going to read 37 down to verse 48. The book of 2nd Ezra, chapter 13, verse 37 reads, And this, my son, shall rebuke the wicked and of those nations, which for their wicked life are falling into the tempest. Verse 38. And shall lay before them their evil thoughts, and the torments therewith, they shall begin to be tormented, which are like unto a flame. And he shall destroy them without labor by the law, which is like unto fire. Verse 39. And whereas you saw is that he gathered another people, peaceable multitude unto himself. Verse 40. Those are the ten tribes, which were carried away prisoners out of their own land in the time of Oshia the king. Salmansar, the king of Assyria, led away captives, and he carried them over the waters, and so came they into another land. 41. But they took this counsel among themselves, that they would leave the multitude of the heathen and go forth into a father country where never mankind dwelt verse 42 that they might there keep their statues which they never kept in their own land verse 43 they enter into the euphrate by the narrow passage of the river verse 44 for the most high yahweh then showed signs for them and held still the flood till they were passed over, 45. For through that country, there was a great way to go, namely of a year and a half. And the same region is called Asaris, which is America. Verse 46. Then dwelt they there until the later time, and now when they shall begin to come, the highest shall say, the highest Yahuwah shall save the springs of the stream again, that they may go through. Therefore, sawest you the multitude with peace, verse forty-eight. But those that be left behind of your people are they that are found within my borders.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in EZRA, young lion, when was they released to go to Shem's second land, now called America? When, what is the prophecy of them doing it in EZRA chapter one? And we'll read you to get our point. EZRA chapter one, what year... Yet the children of the northern kingdom got on their boats and saw ahead and walking doing what they can took a year and a half. When was they released to the go according to EZRA five thirty six BC? Pick up it one one and we'll read till we get our point.
4: The book of Ezra Ezra. This here, chapter one, verse one reads. Now in the first year of Cyrus." king of Persia, that the word of the wise W.H. Yachua by the mouth of Jeremiah the seer might be fulfilled. The wise W.H. Yachua stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdoms and put it also in writing, saying, verse 2, the wise W.H. Yachua of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him a temple at Yadda Judah which is in Yadah Judah. Verse 3, Who is there among you of all his people? His Yahuwah be with him, and let him go up to Yadah Judah, which is in Yadah Judah, and build the temple of the Yahuwah, the Yahuwah of Israel. He is the Yahuwah, which is in Yadah Judah. Verse 4, Whosoever remaining in any place, where he sojourned, let the man of this place help him with silver and with gold and with good and with beef besides the will offering for the temple of Yahuwah that is in Yadaju. Verse five. Uh, then rose up to. The- uh,
1: that's good right there. Now verse four, the whosoever was the Northern kingdom. The whosoever was the Northern kingdom. They was also released to go that way. And some of them didn't, but the majority of them stayed off into the parts of Africa, and a lot of them went to Shem Sakhaland. and that's the ten tribes that were led by Ephraim and Vanessa. And with Ishaqar as the judge, they came to America in 536 B.C. So the northern kingdom conversation is always about slavery. What about the children of the ten tribes that left from captivity, released by Cyrus? They came to America, which is called the Second Land of in 586 B.C. That's like about 2,000 years before Herman Cortez or Christopher Columbus even came. They were dead for 2,000 years. They were there about two thousand years straight without the white man and the white woman. They was over in that land for two thousand years. So listen, Mexicans, they call Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, and all them wicked names that is contrary to your limits. You've been over in that land for two thousand years consecutive because you, according to the Bible, was released in 536 to go to america and you was not called Indian, aborigines or none of you, you was called the ten tribes by your family name ishakar that what you was called gad that what you was called by all of the ten tribes that came led by ephraim and Manasseh. Now give me Psalm 58, verse 3 down to verse 5 code of young lion, and close the statement, young line, and we've we'll done our part. Psalm 58, verse 3 down to verse 5 and close the statement. Take your the time, there, young line. It's all yours.
4: Going to the book of Psalms, chapter 58, 3 down to verse number 5. The book of Psalms, chapter 58, verse 3 down to verse 5, verse 3, and it reads. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they are born, speaking lies. Verse 4. Their poison is like the poison of a serpent. Of a serpent. They are like the deaf aider that stop the, her ear. Verse 5. Which will not hearken to the voice charming never so wisely.
1: Man, Chalmers is up. You I'm to tell him, look, at, look how look long you been trying to ask white man and white woman to take off that burden off you. They don't hear you. It's just like a snake come at you, and you think he got earplugs on. He's not hearing you. Only thing that that the liar that the the liar's gonna hear is you coming back to his word and be a an action Jackson on his word. That's
4: the only thing you want to say you turn it back to your law, that and command. Young man, take your time, close it, take it on your part, catch the world again at seven thirty tomorrow. you on the clock, come on. All right. Thank you, Yahweh, for another blessed day to read his word. Thank you, Yaqua, for the opportunity in life to be able to meet his servant, the fear, Israel of Seed Roy. Thank you, Yahweh, also to be able to have the opportunity to learn his word and teach his word to my family. Thank you, Yahweh, also. For our elders, for our mothers, for all the teachers, and the brothers and sisters and all the six and camps, and for bringing the 12 tribes of Israel back together under one name, YHWH, y under the law, the covenant, and choosing one leader, the Israel Seed Roy, to get this bag of the Lord. So I also want to read from the book of uh, Psalms 104, Verse 14. The book of Psalms. Chapter 104. Verse number 14. And it reads. Causes the grass to grow for the cattle. And the herb for the service of man. That he may bring forth food out of the earth. Hallelujah. 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 hallelujah, hallelujah.
1: Excellent. Hallelujah. hallelujah. And um, and for those that love to read to understand, here's a history book. The Origin of the American Indian by Lee E. Curtis He was recorded about 1492 to 1729. And this is what he says on page 88. This is a history book called The Origin of the American Indian by Lee E. Huddleston, H-U-D-D-L-E-S-T-O-E, on page 88, this is what he said, historian, on page 88, the Mexicans are the original of the ten tribes captured by Samonesa and the family of Ishakar,
2: whom...
1: They call Indian Indians originated. They recognize as their special ancestor, but that means father and mother. But they recognize Ishikar as their forefathers and mothers. Ishikar. This is by Lee E. Huddleston. H u d d l e s t o e he report about the history of 1492. That's when Christopher Columbus came here, up to 1729. On page 88, he says the Mexicans they are family of Ishakar. You see that. So, but Ishakar had a son called Tula, and you go around your computer and pull up the ruins of Tula that's in Mexico. Really, Mexico is in Tula. But you put that there and you see the ruins there. They was over there since 536 BC. That's 2,000 years before the 1492. Christopher Columbus came and Cortez in the 1500s. Do you understand that? 2,000 years they've been over there. And guess what? They don't have no history because they've been told by descendants of Esau and his Five Sons that you came over here in slavery. You see that? And that's all they do. They celebrate them coming over in slavery.
0: In the Bahamas, mm -hmm. they
1: celebrate them Mm -hmm. coming over in slavery. Listen, you've been over there since 539, thirty-nine, 530. You've been over there when Cyrus let you go. You got on there and fulfilled the prophecy that's in the 13th chapter, verse 40, of 2nd Andrew. You've been over there 2,000 years before the coming of Christopher Columbus in 1492 and Hermann Cortez in the early part of the 1500s. So listen, you've got a big job to do, six of nine and nine Our history do not start in slavery. And then the children of Judah, Benjamin, and Levi came in 70 AD. The majority of us in 70 AD, when you read 21, verse 40, when the, when you were taken out the land, you came to Utah, Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon. You came over here in 70 A.D. And that was the end of you in southern kingdom of Judah. That was the end of you then. Somebody got to teach this until, until you recognize the signs of the Bible. You got to see it in your midst that can break down everything that needs to be told in this book and pass it on to the elders, and the elders got to give it to the sixth anointed council. Keith Keep this. You got to stop celebrating slavery and celebrate 2,000 years before he came. Right there. E-Z-R-A. 536 B.C., Cyrus, the king of Persia, told y'all y'all can go. Wherever you had captivity at, you can go. Verse 4, whosoever remain in any place where he shall join, you can go. And that's when you left. So tie that in. 1 verse 4. What's that WCC? See, you keep talking. We ain't going to cut you off. We're going to catch you in something. Well, I ain't worried about you catching me in I'm too talking. And we back on our way again tomorrow at 730. See, I don't worry about you catching me in anything Because I know ain't no weapon form against us going to prosper if we stay up under of Y-H-W-A. When is we going to teach about the 2,000 years